This podcast is not canon. It is not endorsed by Lucasfilm, The Story Group, Disney, Delray, Fantasy Flight, West End Games, or anyone else with actual stakes in Star Wars. Again, this podcast is not canon. Welcome to Of Dice and Droids, a Star Wars tabletop podcast brought to you by the Tashi Station Network. Join Brian, Nancy, Rocky, Sho, Saf, Jay, and Game Master Tom in their original campaign, The End of All Things. Episode 4, We Can Dance If We Want To, starts now. We are back on Of Dice and Droids. It's episode four, and uh, let's uh, introduce the players. Uh, I, I'm kicking things off, uh, not playing today. I'm Brian. Nancy's here with me. Hey. And uh, let's talk to the players. Uh, show uh, who are you playing? Hey, I am playing Shoto, the Togruta mechanic. Saf. I am playing Jinchana, the Pantoran actress. Jay? I am playing Percival, the human star of the Imperial Court. (laughs) Star of the Imperial Court. All right. Hey, Tom, what is today's episode? Uh, Today's episode is episode four, We Can Dance If We Want To. Uh, And it returns us to the crew of mercenaries um, who are working their way along the streets of Tatooine, um, hoping to be involved with this hut auction that's to be going on in a few days. Very cool. Well, I will turn control over to Tom, and uh, we'll catch you all on the other side. Have fun, everyone. Awesome. All right, so uh, welcome back to the show. Thanks, everyone, for sticking with us the last couple of weeks. Um, finally got my move completed. Um, if you missed the last episode we did about a week ago, we had a little interstitial where a few of us got together and just talked about both the um, the game so far and answered some questions about RPGs and Star Wars RPGs in general. Um, if you happen to miss that, go back and check it out. It was it was a good, fun little interstitial episode. We'll probably do that a couple more times You know, every, every once in a while um, when we realize that the game itself is going to have a little bit longer break than we intent. But all that programming notes out of the way, um, let's get right back into playing um, the game. So last we left the three of you, um, Jay, I'm going to ask you to start, but um, uh, Saf and Show, you guys definitely jump in as well. Um, just give me a quick sort of, uh, you know, uh, five second, what do you remember as being sort of the last thing that you guys were doing, your, your immediate objective, all that fun stuff? So I believe we were in this hotel and we finally got into our hotel room after hacking to find some information about, I think we were looking for someone of some sort and there was a delivery made to him and we discovered it wasn't a bomb, but I don't remember what it was or anything else. All right. Saffer show. Do you remember what your, what was delivered to you once you reached the hotel room? A mysterious box that had a hollow of the guy we were looking for who was, uh, Celestian from the syndicate we're working for, and he basically just gave us our mission parameters. Okay. 
Okay. And Saf, do you remember what that mission was? Um, we had to infiltrate a ball, I think. Yes, you did. Do you remember the purpose for infiltrating this ball, other than the fact that you all get to wear super fancy outfits? Is there ever I a purpose? Admit, I was distracted. <laughs> um, does anyone remember what the what the purpose was? We Dance. need to. If we want to. If you want to. We want need to, to <laughs> find out whatever we can about what technology the huts are offering and um, come up with a plan to steal it in case the syndicate doesn't get it more legitimately. Excellent. Yes. So um, the three of you know that in about three days time is when this auction is going to take place. And you've been told that in the next 48 hours is when this ball is. So you have about a day or two to try to get yourselves invited to it. Um, the ball is being held the night before the auction. That seems like your best chance to find out more about what the tech is, whether or not this is a whole legitimate thing or this is some sort of weird, like, hut, you know, uh, you know, hut plot to, like, I don't know, take out rivals or whatever. Um, and so after you find out as much as you can, the secondary mission that you've been given is to set in place some sort of, like, secondary plan in the event that Rian ran who's the Sullustin that show mentioned, who's kind of given you this mission. He's kind of your, your field op co contact set in, in motion, like a secondary plan to steal the tech. If he fails to buy it legitimately at the auction. So those are your two objectives currently. Um, so I'm going to ask um, you guys, you know, after hearing the message, you guys, you know, take your leave for the evening and, and sleep and rest. Um, Percival, you recover after having a pretty trying day, um, physically, emotionally. Um, you uh, you recover. So any any previous strain, any other previous um, you know issues you may have have had, those are all gone. Um, same for um, same for uh, Jin. Uh, and, wonderful. Yes. Uh, and show. Um, uh, you guys wake up the next morning, refreshed, you know, ready to roll. And um, before we have you all, you know, uh, set off on whatever you guys are going to do, whatever plot you guys have hatched to get invited to the ball, um, is there anything anyone needs to do for their character? Any, anything anyone wants to try to go buy? Uh, any other information you want to gather? Anything like that? I buy a really, really sweet cape. You buy a really, really sweet <laughs> cape. How many credits do you have, Percival? Um, let's see. Looking at my sheet. Um, I'm not sure what page that's on. All right, 325. I know I spent some earlier to buy a drink. Yeah, your, your drink wasn't, you know, 300. Okay, so you have roughly 300 credits with which to buy a cape. Um, having not spent a lot of time on Tatooine, you're not really sure what quality of cape you'll be able to find. Um, in the markets, but uh, you probably can track down some kind of cape. It's probably not going to be up to your usual sartorial standards, um, but you know you're you're welcome to try to search one out if you'd like. Sure, let's do that. Okay, so um, in the event that you would like to search one out, um, I'm going to need you. Uh, you can you can make a, a check if you want to try to find and locate like the best cape shop on Tatooine or yeah, the best like costume shop on tattoo um, so that's a 
da, da, da. you can choose the skill if you think you have a skill. Uh, you're, if you're particularly adept at a skill that you. I don't think any of my well, lore wouldn't really cover it. I don't think horror worlds really make sense. I mean, I mean that that would help me find a really high quality cape or distinguish a high quality cape from a mere imitation. Right. Would knowledge core worlds work? Um, sure. I'd say that's not not bad. Um, not a bad call. All right. So I have two yellow dice for that. Sure. Go ahead. Um, let's see. Two yellow dice. Um, add two purple dice. Uh, you're not supremely familiar with Tatooine, so right. this is a little bit of a a little bit of a guessing game for you, but you're using your instincts as best you can. All right, so here's the roll. All right. So I have two successes and two advantages, and then two of the uh, window-shaped things. Uh, hold on just one second. I'm opening our little... Dice app. Wow, oh, my whole my whole Google Hands thing has like freaked out. That's good. Uh, hmm. Didn't see your roll. Um, roll again. Sorry. Okay. Oh, okay. Not nearly as good. So, uh, you. You believe that you are able to. You actually consult with the uh, the droid, um, the sort of droid. Uh, what's it called? Uh, host who is downstairs, who you met previously, and um, you. He points out a couple of um, places where you might be able to find a cape. Though the fact that he's a droid and doesn't need to wear capes means that he's a little limited in his knowledge. Um, but he points you towards um, a particular market uh, establishment where you could find. All sorts of clothing, capes included. Um, show and Saf, would either of you like to also purchase clothing or anything else for that matter while you guys are clearly headed to the markets? Um, um, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I mean, are you two going to a company festival? I should probably get something a little bit more suited for a ball than just regular my regular mechanic outfit. Okay. I mean that's that'll certainly be possible. But anyways, um, I assume both of you are going to accompany Percival or stay behind. Yeah, I'm not letting okay. him wander off on his own. Yeah, okay. for real. I won't start so, wars while I'm away. Uh huh. So Percival, you um, head to this shop, and um, it's uh, like a really it's a small sort of hut. Um, and when you open the door and enter it, it is so densely filled with garments and articles of clothing and other sort of uh you know like fabrics and things that you there's like only this very small aisle that kind of like winds its way through the store um you can't even really step off the aisle or else you're just literally just gonna be 
stepping into like things and it winds its way about 25 feet like not even a straight line it's just like curving everywhere you have no idea how you know how anyone does actual pathfinding through the store to like find anything and at the end of the uh, path there is a small table it's it actually only about the size up to your about your your waist and behind this table um standing probably on a stool or some sort of like riser is a um a jawa who happens to be wearing like pretty exquisite robes as far as jawas are concerned um it's not just that sort of drab brown that you tend to see jawas wearing um it's actually um a like uh, a sky blue um then it has like all of these like uh these green and gray uh like symbols and sort of just like you know uh like color splashes and color swishes like all all over it um it looks like it's some sort of like custom embroidery um and he's just sort of standing there and he seems to be like playing with a couple bits of fabric and he's like got a needle and it looks like he's just like doing some basic mending or sewing work uh so i walk up to this jawa and i say greetings my minuscule friend where might i find the finest simmer silk or lovetti moth fiber cape uh, the Jawa looks up at you and cocks his head slightly to the left and then just shakes his head no and mutters a couple of phrases, you know, in his, you know, uh, you know, a couple of phrases that you would just attest as being like Jawa noises since you don't speak Jawa. Um, and uh, kind of goes back to like threading the needle that he has on the little garment in front of him. I turn to, to, to Shoto and say, do, do you understand what he's saying? You're an alien, right? Oh. oh man. Percival, I speak basic. <laughs> I, I just assumed that you would you would know what he was saying, though. I activate my shock gloves. It's what? too early for this, guys. <laughs> uh, upon seeing the shock glove, like activate and kind of hum a little bit with energy the jawa like puts down the little garment he was holding and like points at the shock glove and then like raises his hands really excitedly and he's like he's super excited about the shock gloves for some reason and he turns and like runs straight into like a whole pile of clothes and he just like disappears into this thicket of clothing um making noises like you can hear him still like being like like as he's making noise you can't see him anymore as he's just like disappeared um uh guys do you think that's a good sign or a bad sign or it's cute? I, I think he's looking for the cape. I, your your communication attempt worked. Right. Yes, that's clearly what it was. A communication attempt that I'm pretty <laughs> sure failed. <laughs> You're so considerate. I I, I I I don't know how to repay you. Credit with money. Nice. I didn't. Don't be so literal. <laughs> you guys are just doing nothing. You're just waiting. You're just waiting around, seeing what happens. I I kind of like pull apart some of the fabric to see if I can see this little Jawa. All right, you kind of step around the side of the table and part the fabrics a little bit, and you can actually see him. He's like probably 15 feet back 
and he's literally just like tossing clothing around and rummaging through. He's very clearly looking for something super specific, um, but he seems to be having trouble finding it. Um, and you're just watching this like little guy just grab all of this clothing and just like toss it up in the air and like create this giant mess. I mean, even more of a mess than the rest of his store already is. This Jawa is my new hero. <laughs> um, I I call out. Do you want some help? Um, the Jawa just sort of turns and points back at you like a couple of times, but he doesn't do anything else really. Uh, and then you see him lift up something, um, this piece of garment, this garment of some kind, and he comes rushing back toward you. And he's actually moving with a pretty amount, good amount of speed, um, which is surprising given, again, he's a Jawa. Jawas are not typically known for their speed. Um, and he comes running over and actually barrels into you. Um, since he, you know, his his vision is a little bit obscured by the hood that you know Jawas always kind of wear over themselves, um, and he just like barrels into you and knocks you backwards, like into the table, um, and you fall to the ground, but you're okay. Um, and he just sort of ignores that you were in the way and just sort of barrels over you and gets back to the table and holds up this garment at show. Um, and show you could see it's actually. Um, some sort of like their finger gloves, finger glove coverings, like kind of like half sleeves. They would go probably up to almost your elbows and they are the same exact color and design as the robe that he's wearing. Okay. That's not a cape. Percival hush. I will take these <laughs> is what I say. I don't, like grab them out of the Jawa's hands okay. because I'm not Percival. So how do you how do you indicate that you're going to take them? Do you just say it or do you do anything else? Um, I smile and pull out my credit pouch. Okay. He lays them down on the table and sort of folds them over so that they're like nicely folded, like you know, as if he was ready to pack them up. Meanwhile, Jin, you're still like just been barreled over onto the floor by a a well dressed Jawa. I extend a hand to help her up because, of course, I'm a gentleman. Yeah, okay, I take his hand. I'm very pleased with myself, more than I should be. Okay. Uh, I roll my eyes. Um, so it looks like the Jawa is going to charge you seven credits for this these sort of arm sleeves that it looks like they're actually big enough that they will cover up your gauntlets and would allow you to wear them, but like concealed or your gauntlet rather. Ooh. Okay. I hand them over and make a note to myself that they will be added to Percival's bill. <laughs> I'm not right. aware that you're making this note, correct? Correct. It's a mental note. Meanwhile, I I, I I repeat my request for a cape, and I, I say very loudly and enunciate in basics, saying, cape, crash, arek, path, ask, cape. I grab, like, a piece of fabric and, like, drape it over his shoulders and point at it. I roll <laughs> my eyes several times. Uh, the Jawa sort of sees you, like, creating this mock cape for him and points at Percival and then points at the fabric that you have sort of flowing behind him and goes and makes a bunch of noises and then shakes his head no. 
Oh, okay. No cape then. Sorry. Sorry, Percival. He's pointing at Percival and shaking his head no, and then pointing at the fabric and shaking his head no. Yes, I no. don't understand. It just, I, I agree. I, I think he doesn't like your taste in fabrics, Jin. Well, um, I, the Jawa then reaches under the table and pull and looks like and opens up some sort of compartment under there and reaches up and lifts up a helmet and points at the helmet and then points at Percival. <laughs> yes, I also think he hit his head a few times. What does this helmet look like? Uh, the helmet is of an old military design, and it looks like hmm. oh, I apologize for the momentary delay. I am uh, endeavoring to find a photograph. Is it a full face helmet? Does it cover up Percival's ugly mug? It's this Jawa saying that he doesn't want to see Percival's face. I I would agree with the Jawa. <laughs> then again, I like this Jawa quite a bit. So I yeah, think, Jin's fond of this Jawa. I think I think this Jawa really needs to learn basic. It looks Excuse like uh, okay, so it looks like this. I'm sharing with you guys. Um, um, it is far more weathered and distorted than the image that I'm showing you. This is just a quick and dirty image. Um, but it is, in fact, a full face covering. Uh, is it in the... Oh, there it is. Let's see. It's not very pretty. I like it. I mean, I think- Jin won't like it. This is... It looks to be some sort of, like, old, very old military helmet from a time gone by. Um, the design it, makes me think of ships, so I like it. Uh, it fully covers the face. It has what looks like one of m- what should have been maybe two sort of, not exactly antenna, but some sort of like these, for those of you who are not playing the home game and can't actually see what this helmet looks like. Um, looks like it should have two sort of uh, like winged uh, pieces that come off the left and the right side and point upward, and this helmet only has one of them uh, on the right side. Um, and the Jawa is now very eagerly pointing at this helmet and then pointing at you, Percival. Um, I think he doesn't I, like your face, Percival. I'm confused. Um, I, I just turn my head and then and try to and, and, and sort of indicate the top of my head and then say, hat, do you have any hats? I don't want a full face helmet. And I sort of oh, for in front of my face and then like give a no sign, shake my head no. Oh, for, I, I, I take the helmet and, sh- and put it on Percival's head. I, <laughs> I oppose her action and try to bat her hands out of the way. Okay, so what we're gonna have here is, it's <laughs> um, gonna sort of have like a basic opposed melee with the, the two of you. I like how all of our skills are against each other. This keeps happening. (laughs) Uh, So what we're going to have happen here is... um, Can I use... um, While she's doing that, can I I deliver a scathing tirade against her? Sure. 
All right. I, as she's trying to put the helmet on, on my head, I criticize her for her rudeness and say she's be being very unpersonable and ill-mannered, and she should be ashamed of herself. I'm sorry. <laughs> was that supposed to be an insult? It, it, it's, attempt, it, it, it's meant to, to dress you down, essentially, to, to shame you. Percival, you are not very good at dressing people down. Um, so, show you are going to make uh, your check is going to be two green dice, not a yellow and a green, um, and we are going to oppose that with um, we are going to oppose that with three purple dice. Okay. All right. Looks like I got, uh, well, goodness. Okay. Here. I got two advantages, two successes, um, a single failure. Okay. Gets canceled out, right and there. also three threats. Oh boy. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, so overall, so you actually succeed um, as Jay steps away for just a moment. So I will explain the sort of overall outcome, and then when he returns, we'll actually you know press play again and, and put into action. You actually are going to succeed on putting the helmet on him. But his, the words, the things he said to you actually really kind of cut you pretty deeply here. Like they really get to you to the point that you have this urge to turn on your shock glove again and punch him. Um, and in fact, that's what you're going to do. <laughs> but you are going to do it in such a way that you sort of halfway into throwing the punch, you realize you probably shouldn't do that no matter how angry he makes you. And so you're going to attempt to kind of pull your punch. And so we're going to have you make another check in a second to see if you actually like full on shock him or if you're able to kind of stop yourself in this moment of rage that he has caused you. Why would I try to stop myself? Because you're, you know, you feel like shocking him is probably not the best thing. He probably deserves to get hit, but shocking him is probably a, a, a step too far at the moment. Okay, that's that's fair. Yeah. How many dice am I going to use for this? Um, for that, or shall we wait until Jay's return? Uh, we'll wait for Jay to come back until we actually roll it. But for that, you're going to be rolling um, two. Uh, you're going to be yelling, rolling a yellow and a green versus a red and a purple. Okay, even odds. Uh, Jen doesn't know why she hangs out with you. Yeah, Jen, what are you doing while this is? I'm, they're kind of scuffling with the helmet. I just walk over to the Jawa and just like take another piece of fabric and kind of wrap it around my head, like in like a head scarf kind of fashion, and be and like okay. point at it. You really like wrapping yourself in fabric. I really um, like wearing like soft fabric. <laughs> so sorry about that. I had to disappear for a bit. What did I miss with the dice roll? So. <laughs> 
<laughs> so this is what happened. So she was attempting to put the helmet onto you, uh, Percival. You uh, both attempted to resist and prevent her from doing that while also laying into her with a pretty scathing tirade. Um, however, you failed to prevent her from putting the helmet on your head. Um, but you might have gone a little bit too far with your scathing tirade such that um, she has now powered up her shock gauntlet and is attempting to punch you in the face with it. Um, though you can see that this is like a very momentary moment of like supreme anger, and it kind of looks like she's trying to stop herself, but she's already in the process of punching you, so you may be getting a shock gauntlet to the face for your terrible words. But I have a helmet on, right? You do have a helmet on. Okay. Um I should note that as soon as the helmet goes on to Percival's head, the Jawa like does a mini Jawa dance and makes a bunch of <laughs> really happy noises. Oh, um, so much. Uh, so this Jawa seems supremely happy that he has paired Percival with this helmet. Um, so um, show, please uh, actually add one extra purple die and then uh, roll the dice to see if you actually hit him. Okay. Okay, that got scrambled. Um. Well, it looks like I got two threats and a triumph. Okay. Um. So you are able to pull your punch a little bit. The gauntlet still connects with the helmet and Percival you feel your entire head shake as the sort of um, electricity reverberates around the helmet and the helmet insulates you from it for the most part you're still going to take uh, two strain just because your head is shaking and you get momentarily dizzy but you don't suffer any actual uh, harm from her punching you um, and then show immediately sort of drops the gauntlet and powers it off after it hits you as a debit against your uh, bill there. Fine, I guess I'll drop that extra seven credits. What extra seven credits? N nothing. Meanwhile, um, Jin, you pantomime to the dancing happy Jawa um, that you would like some sort of head wrap or head scarf. Um, and he immediately yep. raises his hands and um, points behind you. And you see there's this pile of fabrics um, behind you. Um, and there's various colors and, and uh, you know, various kind of fabric types. Um, and he's pointing at the stack. And it looks like you could pick, it looks like there are several of them. And you could sort of pick one out to suit whatever color or, or design you really were looking for. Is it like a pale lavender? Yes. <laughs> so like the same color as your hairs or what? Oh yeah, that's a good point. No, actually like a pale gold. <laughs> yes, yeah. there's also a pale gold. Yeah, I'll... I'll... To match the sands of Tatooine. Ooh, nice. I will, I will, like, pick that one up. What a poetic Jawa. I like this Jawa. The Jawa didn't say that. Oh. <laughs> and you guys can't understand the Jawa, so even if he did say it. 
That's true. Yeah, I, I pick up the scarf and like uh, I pull out my credits, I guess, and just like point at it. Okay. Um, he makes an indication that it's just going to be three credits. Okay. I pull out three credits and just give them to the Jawa, okay. and then wrap the scarf around my head <laughs> in a very fashionable way. I make an attempt to pay the Jawa, and I uh, trip over a pile of clothes and fall on my face. Um, the Jawa, uh, aside from being a little concerned that you've you know, messed with some of his clothes by falling all over them, uh, doesn't seem to want any credits for the helmet. It just makes him so happy! <laughs> Such a happy Jawa! I expect that as my due, and don't make a fuss. Okay. So, all right. Um, is your business with the Jawa concluded, or are you guys trying to buy more things? What about cravats? Does he have any cravats? Oh my god. You're going to wear a cravat with your fancy war helmet. Yeah. Gotta accessorize it. Um, it does look like there are, I don't, it does not appear that he specifically has cravats, but it does look like there are other pieces of sort of smaller fabric in the store that you could use and sort of fashion into a cravat. All right. I, I pick one that is, what color this helmet is, black and red. Let's go with a muted... Muted yellow. All right, so you grab some yellow fabric, um, and it looks like that's just going to be a couple of credits that he'll he'll charge you for it, since you're basically just getting a small piece of more or less scrap fabric. All right, I'm satisfied. Okay. Um, so the three of you leave the shop and you're just standing in the open market of Tatooine. It is just past uh, mid-morning. Um, what are you going to do? Well, we, we should probably figure out how we even get invited to this dance party ball thing. The dance party ball thing. I think, I think before we all passed out last night, uh, we very briefly discussed maybe like figuring out who's in charge of sending the invites and trying to get them. Did we? Yes. Okay. I'm surprised we <laughs> anything about yesterday, first well, of all. That's what I'm saying. I don't remember much of anything. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, how do we go about that, guys? Well, we should probably go to the nearest exclusive social club and talk to the most prominent members of Tatooine society. This sounds a lot like your idea to go to a community center here in Moss Eisley. Well, I'm really disappointed they didn't have one, but there's always a social club everywhere. That's just how the galaxy works. I don't think you've been to the Outer Rim before. I've, I've seen it in hollow films. As as someone in hollow films, I can tell you they often don't reflect real life, Percival. What do you mean? I, I saw I saw the adaptation of, of, of Little Lost Bantha Cub and that was inconsolable <laughs> for, for months. You're telling me that didn't really happen? 
Was there a, was there a social I'm club sorry. book Lost Bantha Cub? Did I get like the wrong version of the book or book? There's a book. There's always thought, a book. I don't. I, I I have people who read books for me. <laughs> of course you do. Well, what do you guys suggest then? If you guys are so familiar with the outer rim. Shoto, yeah, you kind of know your way around these places. You got any ideas? I would like to make a check with my outer rim knowledge, please. Sure, we could do that. <laughs> All right, so for outer rim, you going to use uh, you get two green dice for your outer rim knowledge uh, what about the outer rim specifically are you trying to discern what a good place to find out who would be in charge for su uh, for organizing such an event as this uh, would be okay like finding out where where to find out well, you know where it, you know where the party is taking place, and you know who's hosting it, and you know at least one of the other potential invites to the party. Um, so you already know that. Um, is there anything else you're trying to learn? Like who who specifically would be in charge of of the invites? Okay. If that makes sense. Sure. Uh, it's going to be your two green dice versus three purple dice. Okay. Um. Looks like I failed. I also got two threats, but I also got two advantages that canceled that out. Okay. Um, so, you know, you're, you're, all you're able to come up with is that, well, the huts are putting this party together. And so someone in the employ of the huts is probably in charge of like actually contacting people about invitations. Um, beyond that, you don't really have any immediate leads about who would be the person to talk to. Uh, and you know that the you know that the ball is taking place at Jabba's palace. That's about it. And that at least the rebellion and Black Sun are among the groups who have probably been been invited. Hmm. Well, it's being run by the Huts at Jabba's palace. Let's go check out Jabba's palace. Without an invite, that's uncouth. Do you have other suggestions, Jay? No, I just wanted to point out it was uncouth. Well, you're still going to do it. Yes, but there, there are principles here. <sighs> All right, off to Jabba's palace. Okay, then. I've always, I've always wanted to see one of the palaces out in these areas. Okay, so you guys are just going to go to the palace right now? We'll stand outside and look at it. Yeah, probably. How good far is the palace? Can we walk to the palace, or do we have to get a transport? Because I'm not getting my new helmet sweaty. You cannot walk to the palace from Mos Eisley. 
I mean, oh. you can. It will take you a long time. You'll probably die from the heat. Oh, are they like hot in Mos Eisley that we can like schmooze with? <laughs> I'm not flirting with any huts. I'm not saying we flirt with the huts. I mean, I will if we have to, but this is what Jin is for. I, I write this that down on my. I, I write that down on my data pad. Um, I mean, presumably there are always huts somewhere in Mos Eisley, whether or not you can access any of them or anyone, whether or not anyone would want to access any of them is probably a better question. Don't huts usually hang out in bathhouses? Let's find the nearest hut bathhouse. Do huts usually hang out in bathhouses? Is that a real thing? (laughs) Would anyone like to try to figure that out if that's true or if that's just imperial conjecture? A lore, uh, education, education or lore. I think education makes more sense, right? I mean, whichever one you'd like to use. Both of them would be, um, both of them would be valid choices here. So, whichever one you want to use is. I do an education check. Okay. Um, so your education check. So that's one green and one yellow. Yep, and um, we're going to pose that with two purple dice. All right. All right, so I have a success, a failure, and a blank, and a window, which I think is a failure. So, yeah, wait. A window? Nope, that is just a straight-up threat. That's your net. Okay. Oh, the window is threat. Got it. Okay. Um, so um, you're not able to discern whether or not that's actually true um, but you are going to go on the assumption that it is true um, simply based on the sort of size, largess and relative sort of living habits of huts Uh, stereotypes works for me Yes, this is a terrible, <laughs> terrible stereotype, but you are a thousand percent committed to it. All right, sounds like Percival. Like Percival. <laughs> yep. Um, I, I, I don't like. I think back on movies I've done, like that involved huts. Like, what should I and like see if I can think of anything that they might be at? So it's probably wildly I inaccurate. I thought we just discussed that movies aren't accurate. I know, but that's all I know is movies. So, um, Jin, you could make a, let's see, you could make a lore check because for you, it's sort of like, you know, that that would be the type of lore you would know about. Um, You could also make, no, I would say a lore check would actually probably be best for you. Okay, so that's one yellow and one green. So what you're attempting to figure out is um, a lore check to discern if any of the movies you've been in with Huts, if any of it was actually based on any level of factualness. Um, Yeah. Cool. Yeah, go for it. All right, that's one yellow and one green here. Yep, and um, why don't you oppose that with two purple? Okay. Okay. Okay, I got two of those little thingies. <laughs> two advantages. Um, okay. 
Hmm. So you remember you were once in this film called The Bothan Conspiracy. <laughs> and um, yeah, you appeared in this hollow film called The Bothan Conspiracy. It was a big hit, especially in the core world. Didn't really make itself way out to the outer rim all that much. But, you know, that's what happens. You know, studio distribution being what it is. Um, and in this movie, part of the titular Bothan Conspiracy was the idea that um, the Huts had actually sort of infiltrated the, the ranks of the most elite Bothan spies, and they were using them as double agents within uh, within uh, the sort of government. Um, and your character was um, this very regal, very you know elegant, very fashionable. Um, core worlder who is drawn into the conspiracy after your best friend and roommate is um, is killed by one of these double agent Bothans who um, she had discovered you know was actually a double agent. So, you know, all a lot of lot of courtly intrigue. You know, big film, big. Uh, big film. The yeah. source of the of the animosity towards Bothans, I see. Yeah, um, <laughs> I saw and, it twice. In order to prepare for that role, you um, remember visiting a number of um, sort of spas or houses of leisure on several um, core worlds um, where huts were known to visit um, from time to time for any number of, of business activities. And so you actually did witness huts in bathhouses and sort of houses of leisure um, in different parts of the galaxy. So you're actually fairly confident that Percival's, um, you know, speciesist uh, stereotype is correct in this case. All right. I, I back Jay up saying that I've actually seen that huts do use bathhouses. Wow. Jay was right. I guess it had to happen sometime. Or Percival was right. Sorry. Yeah, I'm Percival. always right. Uh, really? Mmm. 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 So onto the bathhouse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so you're going to travel to the nearest bathhouse. So um, we're going to say that first you guys head back to your hotel. Um, you again ask the the sort of droid clerk for um, the location of the bathhouses. And he, he indicates that the largest bathhouse um, in the city. Um, oh. On that note, plan your attack. Be right back. Hmm. Okay, so we must find the most important hut and then schmooze up to that hut. You're going to have to flirt with them. I don't... Okay. Or, or <laughs> flirt with one of his advisors. That I like that plan more. I would rather not flirt with a hut. They're kind of... They're very slimy. But didn't you have that romance scene with the hut in the movie? That wasn't a real hut. Oh, it looked realistic Practical to me. effects. Wait, can you tell me if there was a person inside the hut? There was a person inside the hut. There were two people inside the hut. Have you ever played? One was the tail. I have never played a hut. I played the mother of a hutling once. I adopted it. Ah. In the, in the movie, not in real life. I would. Okay. Know. Do they sell hutlings on this planet? Jay. Percival. 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 <laughs> they just, they just seem you... so squishy and, 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 and cuddly. 
they smell real bad. Oh, I didn't. I didn't really. I've never really dealt with hunts before. Dang Imperials and their slave and their slavery. I I don't want a slave. I want a pet. There's you can't have a person as a pet, Percival. No, it's a hotling. Oh my it's god. A child. Oh. Percival, how would, you, how would you feel if I had a human child as a pet? I'd call the wrath of the Imperial Navy on you. Right, but, sorry to sorry to break in for a second. Um, so, um, outside of game, I'm getting a fridge delivery. So for about five to ten minutes, I will be preoccupied by fridge delivery. So um, the three of you should you've located a bathhouse. Just figure out: Are you just going to like walk in there and ask for an invitation? Are you going to just attack everyone and take them? Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> so try to We're format a plan. Talk it over back and forth. Also. As an outside the game aside, talk about the crazy random happenstance that Saf picked a character name that happens to be a similar, if not same character name, as a now Star Wars movie character. Different spelling. Um, but anyways, have fun with that. I'll be back in about five or ten minutes. I am a future seer, apparently. If only she were blue, though. Wouldn't that be wild? I still I wish she was Jen and Jen should date. I, I'm okay with that, honestly. Like That could happen. Unless she, unless she she dies in the movie because this is after Endor. I mean, it's possible, but I don't want her to. I mean, I clearly yeah, I wanted want the cape it. inspired by the trailer, and I couldn't get a cape because of my dice roll. I'm very upset about that. I figured it was because of that trailer. <laughs> Such a good cape. Anyway, so. I hope, I hope Jin survives the movie, if only so that she can date Jin and or Shoto. So, yeah. Both. Why not both? We can all date each other. It's fine. So we need a plan. Let's make a plan. <laughs> right. Well, we could go in and, and attack everyone, but that wouldn't work. So I think we should probably go in and pretend to be customers. Do it all subtle-like. Customers in a hot bathhouse. Well, it could just be a regular bathhouse. Water is probably very scarce on Tatooine. That's very true. It'll also be very expensive. I say Percival should pay for it. I'm paying I'm for okay everything. You know, you know, we exactly. do have a, a rich, hollow actress with us. You know, just saying. I'm hardly rich. You were in, like, at least five movies, if not more. That doesn't mean I'm rich. I saw it's you in the helpful. society circuit. Yeah, I. When when you're trying to become rich and famous, you pretend you're already rich and famous. Who would do that? Everyone. I don't understand. So I guess we could just all go in and pretend to be rich and famous. I am rich and famous. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Then why haven't you paid me? Because my accounts are all locked. <sighs> okay. Okay, guys. Let's not get into this this time. <laughs> you know, if we do come into trouble, you do have a shock thing. It could probably, you know, work really well on water. I I think I want to avoid shocking important <laughs> huts in Moss Eisley. In the middle of hut territory. Probably a good idea. 
I guess. I don't really know how these things work. I for one right. I for one have self-preservation senses. I have people <laughs> for that too. Clear clearly humans don't possess it. Well, why would anyone want to hurt a human? Many reasons. All right, so we go in, we pretend to be customers, we find how do you how do you how do you tell if a hut's important? Is it is the biggest hut the most important? Or the smallest? I look for the one with the most amount of people groveling to them, maybe. Hmm. By people you mean actual people or aliens? I mean both. Okay. Uh Percival. Percival. Look at me. Look at Jin. Notice something. You two are very pretty? Percival. I mean, yes. That usually gets me out of trouble before. Why are you still looking at me all angry-like? Heavy sigh. (sighs) Yep. Heavy sigh as well. Maybe Percival toned down the racism and when when you're around aliens, perhaps? Or just in general, even. Hey, I have an idea. What if we bribe the huts by offering Percival as a snack? I like that. <laughs> they don't eat humans, do they? I mean, I know they have big mouths, but... Well, I mean, they ate them in that one movie. Not real people, so who knows? There was definitely a horror movie I was in that the huts ate the people. Oh, I saw that. It was Death Huts, wasn't it? Or was it Death yeah. Huts 2? Uh, Death Huts. Death Huts 2 didn't have any eating in it. You guys are making me glad I don't watch Hollows. They're very educational. I've learned almost everything I know about the galaxy from Hollow films. Sadly, that doesn't surprise me. Unfortunately, I'm the same. See, we have a lot in common, despite our massive, massive, massive differences. I'm so sorry, Jen. This is what I get for growing up in an imperial life. They do have nice food, though. Nice canapes. Oh, I have. It's been so long since I've had a nice imperial center banquet. Do you think they'll have canapes at the bowl? I mean, it is a bowl. Well, what if they're all hot food instead? I'll still try them. I mean, you know, if if you don't want to eat the hut food, Percival, we always have that bag of bugs. They're not even fresh anymore. <laughs> I forgot about the bugs. <laughs> You're the one who's carrying them. I hope you didn't forget about them. They're just tucked away in like some fold of fabric that I've forgotten about. Too they much pull fabric. Them out. I pull the them out and look at them. All yeah, the they're fabric. still they're still in the hotel actually. Oh, good. You Just be another couple left, minutes. You left the bugs. I'm, I'm sorry. Did you want the bugs? Well, what else are we supposed to threaten Jay with, or Percival with? I'm not buying any more bugs for you. I already bought one set. I feel kind of bad that I keep mixing up Jay and Percival. It's probably habit. <laughs> You just fall into character so seamlessly. Character? I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my eye out for like 
a cute assistant to one of the huts. I think. Who says I can't find romance out out here? I do. It's the outer rim. It makes it all the more interesting. Wouldn't you want to stick with your own kind? And I don't mean your your species. I mean just, you know, people from civilized space. But, Percival, is this your way of flirting? I, I, I quickly look away and say, um, anyway. Jin is slightly stunned. <laughs> <laughs> Nice day we're having today. It's good, it's good weather. Oh, wait, we're indoors. We're, we're, I don't see any clouds. I look at Shoto. <laughs> I look at Jin. <laughs> I'm still going to look for that cute the cute attendant or assistant, whatever they are, aid, an A word. By the way, your, 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 your head wrap is a nice touch. It looks like the golden sands of Tatooine. Thank you, Percival. That's very poetic. I, 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 it just came to me. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think my outfit's good enough for a ball? Do you think they'll accept me there? What do they wear on Tatooine balls? In Tatooine balls? What, what is their fancy clothes? I'm pretty sure you'd be able to seamlessly blend into any environment. Oh, thank you. That is my one talent. Camouflage. Yeah. Well, <laughs> charming people and lying. Useful talents <laughs> to have. Very useful, especially when you're trying to get onto a planet that has, like, a blockade. Do you think maybe fancy clothes might be too much? I mean, what if, what if they go for, like, dirt chic or something? I don't think that's a thing, Percival. I mean, who knows what farmers do for, for social events? I feel like I'm going to strain my eyes if I keep rolling them at you, Percival. Percival, when we talk to the huts, can you maybe think before you speak? I am thinking. Constantly. I'm a, I'm a very cerebral individual, you know. Do you think the words and say them to yourself in your head before you say them out loud? Yes, and I admire myself for my, for my wit. Oh, there's no helping you. I feel like he has, like, an internal mirror He's constant. his mind's eye is constantly staring at and flexing in front of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. How do you know I'm not flexing constantly right now? Oh, God, no. <laughs> I'm just preening right now. Just, you know, it's a habit. I imagine both Percival and Jin preen a lot. Like, we're just like this preening <laughs> couple that obviously stand out on tattooing. How's Should my hair look? Is it, is, it too, is it too windswept and sandy right now? It's a good look. Thank you. It's very kind of you. Very, yeah, sometimes I can be nice. When we go to the ball, would you like to dance? Maybe. Maybe. So, Shoto, how are you liking tattooing? Have you been here before? Uh, I don't know. 
Not recently. It's kind of warm here. Do what? You know what? Never mind. Those are questions that Percival would ask. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> See, we do thank have a lot in common. Thank you for your. No, we don't because I don't say the the words. Well, I'm just more forthright and true to myself. <laughs> I'm never true to anything. Hey Jen, would you like would would you like some assistance staying away from Percival at the ball? Potentially. I heard that. <laughs> I wink at at you. Look, Shoto, I would dance with you, but, you know, you have those shocky things on your hands, and I don't... Not, it's not that I don't trust you, but I don't. Oh, that's okay, Percival. You are not my type in so many ways. I breathe a sigh of relief. <laughs> okay, so, a plan... I'm just making sure we know our plan before we go in there and do something stupid. We go in, we look for a hut that looks big and impressive or something. I don't know what important huts look like, but I assume we all know when we see one. And we go up to them and how, what do we say? What is our, what is our story for getting to this ball? Greetings, your magnificent large rotundness. Um, no, I, 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 <laughs> How do you know it's not praise in hot culture? We I... don't, but I'd rather not risk it. <laughs> How about but we... we need, we need, sorry. Well, why don't we just have gin... Talk to the talking to the aide, uh, talking about how she would like to spend even more time with said aide if she could. Ah, but then how do I get you two in? Are you two my aides? Uh, I don't like where this is going. Because that might be the only way I can get you in with me. It's a bit weird to be like, oh, I'd love to spend more time with you with my two friends here as well. But I can't uh, leave my two friends alone on this, you know, big, mean planet. Okay, give give me a character. Give me a character I can get into for this. How about we are documentarians? And we are writing about the uh, social dating customs of Tatooine denizens, so we have to accompany you as part of our uh documentary I feel like it's a little bit boring creepy <laughs> <laughs> yeah that too Shota what what do you think eh. let's see well Let's say, um, let's say I'm, I'm your friend and we're both watching Percival as a favor to his parents, uh, who 
you know, really needs someone to watch him constantly at all times. How old do you think I am? Percival, your age is not the problem here. <laughs> you, you, you clearly just need supervision. As you view the galaxy beyond the, uh, the core. Ah, yes, I like that. I do. Okay. And so if we're both there, then you can sometimes spend time with the aide while I am watching Percival. That's very smart. I like like the way you think, Shoto. Thank you. I thought we we weren't going to be completely honest with them. I don't understand. So you're jail, Percival. <laughs> well, no, that was Percival. We're, we're not being honest. We're making. We're lying. Sometimes you need a grain of truth in the lies. Just because we're from the core doesn't mean we're. You know, we can be from a core world without being where we're from. You know. I'm pretty sure you couldn't pretend you weren't from the from the core, no matter how hard you tried, Percival. Yeah, the core. You can't take the core out of you. All right, I am back. I apologize for that. Um, Hello, it's fine. Yes, it's alright. Being fridged is tough, guys. It's really tough. <laughs> Hope you brought a sweater. Yeah. Um, but alright, so I uh, I assume that you guys have come up with the most perfect plan ever. Um, but anyway, uh, so you guys are Still at the hotel, and I'm going to assume you are going to... Are you guys heading straight to the bathhouse? What are you guys going to be doing? Uh, yeah, we'll head straight to the bathhouse. Okay. Yeah, it's a plan. All right. Um, so you guys head over. It's about like a 15-minute walk. It's a it's a building that's on the one of the outer edges of part of the city. Um, it's easy entrance and exit if you are coming from outside of Mos Eisley to get to this place and leave without having to traverse too many city streets, without having to get too close to the spaceport. Um, it's a pretty uh, cushy place to go. So you might say uh, it's the outer rim of Moss Eisley? Sure. Why not? <laughs> Do we all take strain for that pun? No, not yet. <laughs> uh, so the building from the outside is um, more or less a dome. Uh, it's pretty cylindrical. Um there appears to be a couple of entrances. The one that faces the street, the main entrance, um, has uh, some uh, wording written in Arabesh above the entrance um, that seems to indicate that it's a, uh, it's a, ha- a leisure house and, uh, and, and spa of some kind. Um, you can also see that there are some other entrances, um, what look to be you know uh, employee entrances or just entrances for loading and unloading supplies, things like that. Um, at other points, but the uh, the main entrance just faces the street, um, and there's nobody outside the entrance. There's doesn't seem to be anyone guarding the entrance. Uh, just a a building you could freely walk into if you wanted. All right, let's just look important. Raise your chins, guys, and we'll we'll go in. I, I, if I raise my chins any higher, I'll be looking straight up. Well, not not you, obviously. See, I, I didn't have to make a joke this time. He did it for me. <laughs> All right, let's go in. Um, 
So presumably I should probably doff my helmet before walking in because it might look a little odd. Yeah, probably. So I take off my helmet and... Do we have bags? No. Okay. So I just sort of carry my helmet. Okay. I imagine that you have your your pinkies put out while you're carrying your helmet. Of course. Just checking. It's a very important mental image. <laughs> All right, so we head in. Okay. Um you open the doors of the bathhouse um, and you realize that when you walk in, despite the fact that from the outside it's a cylindrical building uh, or it's a circular building, excuse me, um, on the inside, at least this main lobby area is arranged um, as a, a, in a rectangular, you know, a square form uh, that belies the, the, the actual building uh, itself. Um, you're in a sort of very long, um, you know, long as in wide, so very a very wide um uh, looks like waiting room almost uh, like there's uh, a desk on the far side that looks like it's where you would, you know, uh, pay for whatever services or time you were going to have here at the bathhouse. And then there are a number of large uh, double corridors um, to both your right and directly in front of you that probably lead to the interior of the building where, um, you know, the actual baths themselves and whatever other, um, whatever other um, things the, the place offers are. Hmm. Okay, now to find the most important looking hut, I guess. So are there any huts around in this main lobby entrance area? There are no huts in the lobby. There's an assortment of human and alien species um, just kind of milling about, some you know, going in and out of the corridors. It's just sort of a business as usual situation at the, uh, at the bathhouse, it appears. Um, the desk okay. is being manned by a um, by an authorian. Um, and there look to be a couple other people. They're all wearing these like kind of tannish uniforms. It looks like that seems to be the uniform of the bathhouse. You see a couple other people, alien and humanoid and human mix, uh, you know, going to and fro who seem to be working here. So there seem to be about a half dozen people who work here at the moment, at least in this part of the building. Okay, Jay, uh, hand me the entrance fee and I'll pay the nice authorian. Who's Jay? Percival. Sorry. <laughs> um, I don't know what the entrance fee is, and I'm not going to hand you a bunch of credits without knowing how much exactly you're keeping. All right. I, like, flow up, up to the desk thing, and I just, like, I would. we would like to bathe. Some <laughs> of us need it more than others. Yeah, you. That's what uh, I said. <laughs> Uh, the authorian uh, points to a chart behind him and it looks to be sort of a chart of available services. And so you can see um, written in both basic uh, Arabesh and a couple other languages, um, though you can't read the, the latter two. Um, uh, 
it appears that they offer a you know a range of services and a lot of them are based on the amount of time so if you just want to like you know relax for 15 minutes in one of the steam or bathhouses that's you know x amount of credits and then the amount goes up there are also sort of premium packages available that look like they give you access to sort of more um, private baths rather than sort of some of the more public larger baths that it looks like you get if you um, just paid the more standard rates Hmm. What do you what do you two think? Private baths, the most expensive package they have. But then how are we going to find the hut? Oh, right. Huts. Private bath. Well, you don't expect the most important hut to be in among the riffraff, surely. We'd probably encounter the the, the uh, most important huts on our way to a, a private bath. You seem confused about what private means. I mean, the the most important huts would have their own private baths. The problem is getting into those baths ourselves. So are we going to have to flirt into the bath to flirt with the aid to get into the, uh, the ball to flirt? That's the only way I know how to sneak into places. That's at least in the hollow films I've watched. <laughs> Okay, well, I guess Jin gets executive decisions on this. I think potentially, if you're paying, Percival, a private one... Wait, okay, I turned to the authority, and I'm like, if we get a private package, can we also use the regular baths? Mm, good thinking. Are you asking that, or is that just yeah, like a Yeah, I'm asking that. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Um, the uh, Ethorian um, just ex- he explains that while the private baths, you know, the baths, you know, there are private baths, you, for paying the amount of money for one of the private packages, you're welcome to use the public baths, though he seems a bit confused as to why you would pay for the private baths and then not use them. Uh, okay. But, How much um, are the private baths? Uh, it's 700 credits uh, for one private bath for an hour. Ooh. Uh, that's a lot. Percival, do you have that much money? Of course. Oh, um, I, I, I used to. Let's just do public baths then. Yeah. Um, uh, how long public- do you think we need? Yes, public baths um, for an hour's worth of time in the public bath, it would cost you um, 30 credits a piece. Okay. Okay, that's not so bad. Should we do that then? And then we can figure out what we're doing after we get in there. What if we we, we sold something like our ship? Or like your your floppy hats? We can't sell my hats. But we can sell the ship. We can't sell the ship. No, I was being... You don't own it. I forgot. No, that's 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 not. Yes, clearly that's the issue with selling the Why ship. Why would we want to sell our way off of here? Why would we want to sell a ship ever? Get a bath. Oh my gosh! Just pay, just pay for the bath, Percival. Why can't you pay? You're rich too. I am hardly rich. I pay for the baths. Wait, wait, wait. Can I negotiate a lower rate? You can attempt to. Um, all right. So um, 
I point out that we have three people that we are obviously off world. We are obviously off world from from the core worlds, and it would do great business for this establishment to have a great review from us and for our other associates to hear about this wonderful place and services. Okay. So. I'm, I uh, mutter quietly to Percival, if this backfires and we get charged more, you're still paying for it. Um, so I assume you're making like a charm check? Yep. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Charm check. Um, Jin, would you like to assist Percival? given your status as a renowned actress. I would. So wait, Percival, what exactly are you trying to convince him of? That we're going to, you know, tell all our friends and, and you know, increase the, uh, the, the repute of this establishment by sort of giving them good word of mouth. Okay, yeah. No, I jump in and I say, I, I am a famous holostar and <laughs> I promise to endorse this place if it's as good as it seems to be. In one of my movies. All right. So, Percival, against two purple dice, please make a check using three yellow dice. Wow. All right. So, it looks like we have a success. Uh, up, yes. Up, and... Yeah. Yeah. So you succeed. Uh, so the Athorian is willing to cut. He's actually rather flattered that um, an esteemed actress would come to visit. He's seen many of your films. He recognizes you. Um, and uh, he's willing to cut the full rate of the three of you by um, instead of it being 30 credits a piece um, for uh, 50 credits, um, he'll let the three of you use the public bath for an hour. Okay. Not bad. Then Jay so, will, you know, almost a fifty percent discount. Thank you. Or Percival. Dang it. <laughs> I I wink at the Athorian. Uh, the Athorian sort of makes no reaction to your wink. Um, That's fine. That's fine. Aw, poor Jim. I wink at the Athorian. <laughs> oh gosh. Percival just looks like he has something caught in his eye. I imagine like Jin has this very elegant wink that she can just bring out, and then your wink is just ridiculous. I wink at Jin. <laughs> There's All a lot right. of winking going on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if only okay. we had Joy to help wink with us. Such so, a M3PO droid. <laughs> so the Athorian uh, points to one of the corridors, um, indicating that the the public bath that you've paid for is there. Um, that when that on your way there, there are a series of lockers. There's like a, a series of locker rooms um, that you're welcome to use. He hands you three um, three what look like these magnetic cards, and he points out that the cards will open up any you know will open up 
one a locker in any of the rooms the first time you use it it'll open it and it'll key that card to that locker for the duration of your stay so you could put things in there and lock it and then you know your your belongings will be safe um and that in the locker rooms you'll also find towels and anything else you might need to then go you know use the baths and all that um and that the the baths are beyond any of the locker rooms you might use all right, all right. Let's let's public go. Public locker rooms, since you have not paid for a private one. Oh, oh no. <laughs> let's go get changed, I guess. Okay, so you guys go and get changed. Is anyone taking? Is I? I'm going to assume that everyone is leaving all of their possessions in their lockers locked, unless you tell me there's something you're specifically taking with you. I keep my headscarf on. Okay. Headscarf stays with um, Jen. I keep my cravat on. Cravat oh stays God. with Crucible. Dang. I guess I can't like bring my shop gloves in, can I? Why and, like, not? I sh well, hmm. Hmm. Good point. I, I probably would have been able to waterproof them since I am a mechanic. I'm going to say that they have a, uh, a, there's a decent chance that they would operate would they had they gotten wet. Okay. Or to get wet. I just don't want to part with them. Okay. Especially if Percival uh, needs some uh, discouragement. Are you wearing your coverings or are you just going to wear the, the gloves? Um, do the coverings seem like they'd be waterproof? Or at least water resistant. Uh, maybe resistant. They're made from the same material that the Jawa was wearing, which you would imagine was a little water resistant. But then again, you're also on Tatooine, where not a whole lot of water and rain, so you're not totally sure. Actually, I mean, we don't actually have to get in the bath that much. I guess that's true, and I can, like, if I need to, I can take them off and leave them on the side. Wrap them in towels. Yeah. Okay, well, I will wear the coverings then. Okay. Yeah, you can do that. Cool. Because I don't want to accidentally, like, threaten the huts. Yeah, good right. idea. So the three of you all set. Um, you leave and oh, head and I also I also keep my money with me. Keep your money, okay. <laughs> um, the three of you head then to the main um, public bath, and it looks like this. Looks like that. Um, Ooh, nice. And for those playing the home game, um, that is uh, a squarish room that has um, a couple of very small baths. They're basically just like one-person baths that are in the back of the room, but in the center and taking up most of the room is this very large circular bath um, that is the sort of large public bath that people can sit in. It's at its deepest, probably only about uh, two feet Two, eh, probably only about like two and a half feet deep 
Um, so it's the kind of thing you would sit in and be mostly covered. But if you're if you're just standing even in the middle of it, it's only going to come up to you know, assuming you're of average build, only going to come up to your like your legs, maybe Still, or waist if you're most awesome. Twenty five um, diameter. That's pretty good. Yes. Um, there are um, extra hooks and things on the walls for people to put any other, you know, garments or things they might have brought in with them that they don't want to get wet. Um, a few tables and things for other items and um, what looks to be a couple of uh, small doors that have like notices that say they're for employees and stuff. So that you assume they're closets or, you know, maybe corridors to other parts of the bathhouse. But um, this is the main uh, public bath. Um, it's pretty full, actually. There's probably like 12 other people or things in the bath itself uh, with other uh, people just sort of milling about in either the small private, you know, the singular baths or just kind of like walking around, sitting around chatting with people. It's, it's uh, you know, relatively lively. Are there any important looking huts or anything? There are no huts. Hmm. However, not everyone in this room is humanoid. Yeah. Is there anyone that looks important? Aside from me. Define importance. Um, like they look like they have money or that people respect them. Is there anyone who looks like they have like AIDS with them? Um... No, there doesn't really look like there's anyone who's being waited on or being like, you know, uh, being catered to. Um, are there you know, any? Most of the people in the room are wearing just sort of like bathing attire. So it's hard to get a, um, yeah, just to be clear, there's no one naked in here. Um, it's just people in sort of bathing Phew. attire things. Um, wanted that to be clear. Um, well, first of all. If that's really what you want to do, man, Percival. do whatever you want to do. That's not really the focus of, of the game, but um, <laughs> um, sure, whatever you want. Um, no, Percival is very much a tired thank you. Um, um, are there, but, the, are there uh, any So it's hard to tell if anyone's like really well off because the bathing attire for everyone looks pretty much the same, you know. Okay. Can I like use my my skills of like being able to judge the the attitudes of people in a room and the way they interact with other people to see if I can figure out who's like important and stuff because that's the kind of stuff I used to do like back in Imperial Center. Sure, you totally do that. All right, what what would I use for that? Well, that's probably going to be sort of a perception based thing. Okay. So, cool. Yeah, we'll do perception. Okay, that's three green for me. Yeah. Why is there like a roll in there? Yeah. Okay. Do I just? Do I have other things? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. You need um, uh, purple dice. You need two purple dice. Okay. All right. All right, I'm going to do it. Uh, two, six? No, wait, what are those? Advantages. I got two advantages. Uh, 
Um, so you scan and survey the room, and um, you notice that while there are pockets of socialization, there are a couple people who have really kind of separated themselves and are just kind of sitting quietly alone, which to your mind suggests um, it could be some sort of indication that they don't that they either don't feel comfortable in here, which means they're not in a bathhouse often, or they're not um, used to sharing a bathhouse bath with other people, which would indicate that they were usually, um, you know, usually accustomed to having private um, baths, which would mean uh, that they were more well off. Are um, any of them cute? Uh, there are four people. There is a uh, human woman, um, very short, uh, very short, like bob cut blonde hair. There is a um, uh, an individual um, with uh, very dark blue skin. Um, there is a Wookiee, and there Aww. is um, a Devorian. Right. What gender Devorian? Um, indeterminate, at least from from this vantage. It's you know kind of further away, and I would wager none of you are super familiar with Devorians. That it could, you know, you could make you could mistake the uh, the gender of a Devorian. Could I judge their affluence by their? Social cues and behavior, just looking at how they look like they're comporting themselves. I mean, all of them are definitely, it seems, making an attempt to not really be involved with any other group or any conversation that's going on. Uh, if there's things you're looking for specifically, you might be able to point those things out. Just, you know, their, their posture, the way they're looking, even if they're not interacting with anyone, just, you know, their general uh, presence. They all look pretty relaxed, um, which you you know you would assume because they're in a bathhouse. That's sort of the reason you come to a bathhouse. Okay, I'm gonna go over to the human woman and sit down next to her, and I should probably say something. I'd be like, "Hi, it's so weird being in the public bathhouse, but I wanted I wanted to you know." talk to people because I never get to talk to people, you know? Um, she turns and kind of gives you, you know, just gives the sort of once over look of sizing you up and um, kind of flatly remarks that you don't really seem like the type of person who has trouble um, interacting with people. Well, normally you'd think that, right? But my, my friends over there, they, they have to look after me because my parents are really overprotective, you know? Like, even though I'm a grown woman, they don't like me talking to strangers, I guess. <laughs> Why don't they like you talking to strangers? Because... Stranger danger. <laughs> because they're worried that, you know, the strangers will extort me or something. Extort you for what? Are you, you, you rich kid or something? Yeah, I hate it. 
she rolls her eyes when you say that you hate it. <laughs> because I don't have any money. My parents have money. I have none. So everybody treats me like I'm rich, but I don't actually have any money. What, what do you I mean? I put my face money? in my hands. <laughs> like you just said you had money. I no, I mean I'm from a rich family. So my family has money, but they don't give any to me. They expect me to ask them for everything. Basically they treat me like a weird child slave. <laughs> that was a bad way to put it. <laughs> I'm thinking of Percival as I say this. She actually looks over at um Percival and Show and just goes is that them? No, they're not my parents, but they're hired by my parents to take care of me. Take care of you. It sounds like trouble. They're not really that much trouble. They're pretty nice. No, no, I meant you. Are you the trouble or do you just get into trouble? Bit of both. She kind of nods her head and smiles a bit and introduces herself as Zalia. Zalia, that's a nice name. I'm Jin Chana. She looks at you for a second and thinks, and she goes, I, I recognize that name. Yeah, it is the same name as a famous actress because my parents were best friends, right, with her parents. And so for some reason, they both decided that they liked that name, like Jin. And because Pentora, it's it's not a very big planet, so we all kind of have similar names. So mine's Jin Chana with two A's, right? And hers is Jin Chana. And so everybody always gets us confused. And it's really annoying I, because they're I, always asking me for my autograph. And I can't give it to them because I'm not her. I look away and, like, try to cover my giggling. Um. Zalia kind of looks at you a little bit confused by everything you just said. <laughs> that, that sounds pretty odd. Oh, sounds kind of rough. Uh, it's frustrating. Anyway, what is what do you what do you and your your uh, your bodyguards doing here? <laughs> you guys don't really look like you spend a lot of time in public baths. Him especially, and she points at Percival. Yeah, he's supposed to take care of the money, but he went off and spent it all on fancy clothes. So we don't actually have the money we should have. So instead of going to, you know, like a private bath or something, we're stuck in the public bath, which is nice. I like I like talking to people, but so, he's so been complaining have, the entire day. I have to end. I end up like completely turning away from you two because I'm just I'm laughing too hard to be able to hide it. Otherwise. <laughs> is there something wrong with her? She asks, uh, pointing at show. Oh, she has weird lung things. Like, she's just coughing all the time. Why is she wearing those gloves as she points to the hand sleeves? She has a um, terrible she's... skin condition, I say, overhearing the conversation. Yeah. She doesn't like talking about it. Oh, oh. well, perhaps she will find the waters soothing. So what are you, you know, what are you doing here on Tatooine? Um, we just wanted to, well, I actually have some family here. I have an aunt here who moved here ages ago, and I came to visit her, but I haven't been able to track her down. So we've kind of just been looking for her in a way, I guess. 
Um, she she's relatively affluent, but what's, she's also uh, very. What's her name? I mean, I've been I've been here on Tatooine for oh geez, you know, ten cycles or so. Uh, you know, I'm, I've been making the rounds. Maybe maybe I can help out. Okay, do I go with Sunny Woodwalker yes. or make a Yes. <laughs> I feel like this is getting to a bad place. Um, her name is Sunny Windwalker. Uh, moment you say the name Sunny Windwalker, Zalia jumps out of the public bath, grabs Uh-oh. a towel that was like right next to her, and says, "Oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I apologize. I didn't know. I, I, I'm sorry. I can't help you. I." I'm really, I really didn't, I really didn't mean to, to, to cause a problem. I'm really sorry. And she rushes out of the public bath. <laughs> I look over at the other two, just like, what has my aunt done? <laughs> okay. Um, I get up and I walk back over to them. I'm like, I don't know what to do now. <laughs> you could try flirting with the Wookiee. Oh my God. I do like hair. I look at that. <laughs> um, I don't talk to the Wookiee. bad at that comment. <laughs> I'm. I mean, I like all do things. Speak, I go, do you speak or understand Sharwook? I do not. So I walk over to the Wookiee, and then I realize <laughs> I can't do anything. So I just wave at him. <laughs> all right, Tom. This is on you. You just wave at the Wookiee. The Wookiee just turns and looks at you and, <laughs> and is kind of just staring at you. Okay, so are there any employees of the bathhouse in the room currently? Um, in this room, there is, at least at the moment, there is a, um, a human uh, male who's over at like one of the table racks and it looks like he's just like collecting towels and things that have been left behind. Okay. So he's not like paying attention. No, not really. Okay. Then I, I wander over to one of the private, to the door of one of the private baths and start examining the lock mechanism to try to figure out if I would be able to crack it. Okay. Um, it's a pretty standard lock. Um, these aren't really private baths so much as they're um, the private baths are probably down a different one of the other corridors. These are just like small doors that lead into singular baths. Um, they're not really private baths, so to speak. So, oh, okay. But Perhaps. they're standard locks. You could totally probably pick one open without too much of a problem. Hmm. So I sort of... Hmm walk over to Chateau and, you know, without drawing too much attention, sort of whisper, I think I know where you're going with this, and if we want to find the private baths, perhaps we can just look important and look like we're private bath customers. Well, you know, Percival's got more experience with private baths than I do, so I shrug and go along with it. (laughs) Alright, so we, uh, do we know where the private baths are? Um, you saw a couple other corridors, so it's likely that it was the the private baths or the bank of private baths is down a different corridor. So we go back to the uh, the sort of the main bank of corridors, and 
find the, the nicest decorated corridor, the most promising looking corridor, and go down that one. Um, you think we should extract Shoto from her uh, cross-language flirting? Or not Shoto, wow. Jin from her cross-language flirting. Oh, are you? Are, are is she done flirting with the Wookiee? I, I didn't mean to. I, I'm to, still, to I'm her. still like trying to flirt with the Wookiee through sign language. Yeah, I and the Wookiee like is just kind of staring at her. I feel like we should at least give her like some indication of where we're going. So maybe yeah. Uh, so I go back up to uh, to 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 show uh, to um to Jin um so tap her on the shoulder and say sorry my 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 friend here gets confused sometimes and i i, I take her by the hand and say hey we're going to you know the private bat no i don't say the private bat. i said we're, we're going back to where we were supposed to be okay i just i nod and follow you all right i wave now, at the wookie <laughs> now we look for the nice corridor okay okay um you're forced to kind of backtrack a bit back past where the uh, the locker rooms were and there are two other corridors that you find at least here um one of them uh you know you're looking for one that's more nicely appointed than the other one of them looks like it's been more recently cleaned it looks like it's actually a little bit wider than the other one um and it you know, is a little bit better lit. It just kind of looks in better shape. It looks like it was more recently updated or renovated than the other one. Um, so if those, if that's your your sort of your your barometer, your measure, then that one is probably the the one you want. Yeah, and and there there probably wouldn't be any. Well, are there any hut slime trails? I guess they they transport by oh. hover, but. Let's go with the wider, nicer-looking one. Wider is always good when you're looking for um, <laughs> I assume. I point out that I didn't say that. She did. It's just... Whatever. Eh, well, you know, hallways designed to be accessible by other species. No. Um, so, you guys... Um, head down that wider hallway and you find uh, four doors. They're evenly spaced about 40 feet apart from each other. And it looks like this is, you know, a bank of four private beds. All the doors are, are marked one through four. Uh, the numbers one through four on them. There's no other uh, indicators or markings on them. Hmm. Are there any, uh, Computers nearby for our mechanic friend to look into and see who might be in those baths? Um, there are no uh, computer terminals nearby, no. You do look up and notice that there are some hollow cams that are like set into the ceiling and walls. So it does look like that somewhere there is a security feed. Um, but other than that, there's no uh, immediate electrical uh, access here. We should probably do something about those hollow cams. We could just knock on the doors. Okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather we we start with something simple before I try to slice into hollow cams in my bathing gear. Okay, that's fair. Anyone have a favorite number? 
Let's do number one first. All right, classic. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so you want to slice into the holocam? No, we, we want to knock on the door. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought, no. uh, who's doing the knocking? Is it Jen? One should do the knocking. I feel like I feel like Jen should do the knocking. She's the least likely to accidentally. I think upset. Tom just dropped. Okay, I'll I'll knock. I'll knock on the number one. Oh no, we lost Tom. Tom. Why did he leave us? Tom, come back. Tom, we didn't mean it. We love you. He got tired of our shenanigans. <laughs> he was like, they're going to knock. I'm out of here. Like, what is wrong with them? Why aren't they hacking? <laughs> Why are they like this? Oh, he's back. Hello. Tom. Sorry about that. You'll uh, return to us. I accidentally closed the window. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was so flabbergasted by your just like, we're just going to knock on the door. That I just closed <laughs> like, I'm out. I can't handle this anymore. <laughs> yeah, so um, I so, guess I knocked on So who's going to do the knocking? So you're <laughs> me, gonna knock they voted the with me. Okay. Um, <laughs> Most so, likely to be able to talk her way into and out of things. Uh, so you knock on the first door, and um, you knock once or twice, and um, you wait. And there's no answer. All right, no I guess sound, I move on to the next door. No answer, nothing. Okay, next door then. Next door. Um, you knock on the second door, and again, once, twice. Uh, this time, after a moment, the door uh, swings open uh, a little bit, just probably about enough that someone could like kind of stick their head out a bit. And there's a, uh, a male Twi'lek who sort of sticks his head out and is like, what do you, and kind of looks the three of you up and down and realizes that you're not the staff. Um, so he is not really sure why you're there. And he goes, I think you have the wrong room and slams the door shut on you. Okay. I move on to the next door then. That was rude. That was very rude. You should have flirted more quickly. Oh, shush. You flirt like quickly then. You guys realize <laughs> yeah. you can't flirt your way to victory, right? All the time. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. We if haven't I met a situation where we couldn't. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I knock on the third door. Hasn't a situation where he couldn't. I feel like I feel like we're misnamed as the Merc Group. That's probably not quite an accurate description. <laughs> we're the <laughs> Group. Yes. <laughs> we flirt ourselves into ridiculous situations. Yep. Yep. Okay, so door number three. Yep, I'll try door number three. All right. Uh, you knock on door number three, and at the first knock, the door opens, and there are uh, three individuals with uh, dark blue skin that show you recognize from the documentary oh, no. uh, the night before. And, oh, it's um, the weird core worlders. And the one of them who opened the door just looks at the three of you and actually smiles at you, um, which show you get the feeling that this person recognizes you, like that they recognize having seen you. Um, and uh, he shakes his head and just says, um, I'm sure you apologize for the interruption. We would like not to be disturbed and then closes the door on you. Man, those Bye. are 
Man, core, I guess all core, core worlders are rude. Is that just a human thing, or...? Can I make a uh, core worlder check, or just say matter-of-factly, those aren't core worlders? Uh, you, yeah, you just say it, because you've never seen anyone who looks like that before. Um, yeah, they're not core worlders. I don't know, I don't know what those are. Are you sure? Don't fashions change pretty fast in the core worlds? Uh, skin and eye color isn't part of fashion, FYI. Really? You guys, like, I don't know, you seem to have, your whims seem to change pretty fast, and you do some really offensive and frankly speciesist, and I'm ashamed of you. They don't want to look like aliens. Ah! Thank you. <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't trying to help you so much. Anyways, I turn away and knock on the last door. Um, you talk, you knock on the last door, and um, you nobody answers immediately. You hear movement from inside, um, and you uh, you hear some movement from the inside. So you could tell somebody's in there, but nobody answers on the first two knocks. Hmm. Hmm. Say a certain name. Do we know any names? Quick, give me, give me a boy's name. Cornelius. Cornelius. Okay, I knock on the door really hard. I'm like, Cornelius, I know you're in there. Come out right now. Again, <laughs> no answer. But you hear. You hear a bunch of movement. You hear, like, you can actually now hear splashing, like someone's moving around in the tub. Like, you, you definitely hear lots of movement. I kick the your door. Your masseuse is here, I say. Oh, my God. You're not helping with my pot. <laughs> I give you a very harsh look. Hey, you know, there was a, there was a pretty strong reaction to the name Sunny Windwalker earlier. I'm afraid of using that name now. <laughs> I I just like kind of go quiet and look at Shorter. I shrug and yell, "Sunny Windwalker." That's one way to do it. <laughs> and the door swings open, and a Sullustin is standing there. And goes, "Who the hell used the?" And then he real he looks at the three of you, and goes. Oh God! It's you three. Get the hell in here now! And he grabs Jin <laughs> and just pulls her into the room, um, and pulls the you know the other two of you. I assume are going to go in with her. Yeah, uh, he, he's not like dragging you in there, but he's sort of like pulling you in. You know. Yeah. Um, Celestin, Rianne. And he slams the door shut uh, behind him, and he actually, you can kind of guess what some of the movement was before he shoves two chairs back up against the door um and he looks at you and he says what the hell are you three doing here is it I point flirt with some huts is it rian rand yes it is rian rand okay i i, I like shrink and, and try to hide behind percival and i just point at corner, percival like it's his idea in the corner there is a red um a red astromech um uh, an older model, uh, red astromech that's just sort of sitting in the corner, beeping idly. Um, and Rian Ran is in here alone, but there's all sorts of like 
equipment spread around the room. Like it looks like comms equipment. There it looks like he's got there's like a blaster disassembled on a table that looks like he was like cleaning it. There's just all sorts of uh all sorts of stuff um spread around the room. And he yells again, like, what are the three of you doing here? This is not part of the mission. We were trying to find some find some huts to get invited to the ball. You were just gonna walk up to some huts and ask to go to their super secret party? Well we were gonna well she was gonna flirt with them. Say that again. Uh, (laughs) She was going to flirt with them and get us insinuated into their society. Are you listening to yourself? My god. And he turns he turns to the droid. He's just like, Can you believe that these are the people that that they picked? This is the people the council picked? Oh God, this is just ridiculous. You know what? And he's still addressing the droid and not you. You call back the council. You tell them that we're going to have to up the credit limit by another 500,000 because there's no way that these three jokers are going to be able to do what needs to be done. Have you guys gotten anywhere? He turns back to the three of you. Have you gotten anywhere? Have you learned anything? Do you know? Do you, do you have any information? Or have you guys just been bathing the whole time and dropping names like Sonny Windwalker? Why are you walking around a bathhouse screaming that name out? Do you, don't you know what's going to happen if you keep saying that? We Who have no is clue. Sonny Windwalker? If you have to ask, then you're already lost. So that's your, that's that's your problem to deal with. I'm not getting involved. Okay, I'm not getting involved. That's your problem. But he doesn't seem he doesn't seem scared so much as he just seems like pissed off that you guys have been using that name. So I tried to sue them and saying, "Look, uh, Mister, um, we are trying to get to this ball, and obviously, once we make to the ball, we would we will fit in like a hand in a velvet glove. But until then, we need to take additional measures to navigate the intricacies of Tatooine society. But I assure you that once we get to the ball." The huts will, we will be able to integrate with the huts and get whatever information we need from them. And uh, Rian Ran just kind of stares at you and then looks at show. Uh oh. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm like turning away and trying to cover up my face markings. You. You. More than. Both of these two put together should understand how serious this is and should understand me when I tell you things like we can't be seen together. And yet here you are. How are we supposed to know you were at this bathhouse? We picked it randomly, basically. You picked it randomly. He, he seems so flustered by you. He says, but fine, since you're here, you're going to help me. Because if you don't, then none of us, and he sort of like, you know, he swings around, you know, swings his finger around, pointing at all of you, including himself, are going to make it out of this bathhouse alive. So now that you're here, you can help me out of this pickle. And then back to the mission. Oh. Wait. We won't be able to make it out of this bathhouse alive. Yeah, that's right. You heard me correct. What have you done? What have I done? I've done nothing. I've been doing my job. What is personal? You You must be the other guys. Because I've been spending as much time as I could before the buy trying to learn everything I can about the other buyers. And guess what else? Guess what I just stumbled across? What? I don't know. Those weird blue not core 
not core worlders. Yeah, those guys aren't the problem. They're a little weird. They're a little funny, but they're not the problem. The problem is one corridor over. The Twi'lek? No, corridor. corridor not room. Uh, that, that Twi'lek works for the huts. He's just relaxing or whatever before they auction. He's fine. He's not really a problem. One corridor over, the entire corridor has been locked down. Couldn't you, didn't you even... Didn't even see what you know wasn't even lit the whole place looks dry it looks like a you know looks like a ghost town over there black suns locked down the whole corridor they're holding some sort of grand meeting before the auction i've actually heard uh, that name before yeah well you should have and guess what they know that we're all here and looks like they've decided they're going to try to take out all the competition before the auction this is bad blacks I, i've heard of black sun even on course and they're not to be messed with. Yeah. I say suddenly, seriously. Well, how how good are you at flirting with Falines? I'm not. I feel like a Faline is a bad idea. Yeah, you're right. Good. Glad someone here's got some sense. Now, tell me that aside from your uh, your bathroom skivvies, that you guys brought some weapons, some hardware, something, something you can use here. I point, Shoda. Yeah, I I slip off one of my sleeves. He nods, actually, pretty approvingly. He goes, all right, all right, that's that's pretty good. That might actually help. And um, as he says that, you guys actually hear an explosion from somewhere else in the building. Oh, dear. Yeah. And you start to hear screams, and you start to hear uh, more explosions, and you start to hear blaster fire. Um, that's never a good sign in a bathhouse. Yeah, and Rian Ran runs over to the table where his blaster was like taken apart and starts to like shove it back together. And he points at Percival. He says, "You push that couch up against the door. We need to reinforce it more." Um, and then he points at the other two of you. He says, "You and you, um, uh, you and you, get into the um, get into the bath and work on loosening the drain because that's our only other way out of here. If uh, if we can't go out through that door." Um, and he, uh, as he says that, um, there's another explosion and the door and the chairs in front of the door, like shake as if the, um, the impact from the explosion was pretty close to the door. Okay. So I scramble to push this couch as, as hard as I can towards the door. I jump into the, the bath and start working at the drain. Okay. I also start working out the drain after taking off the other sleeve and, like, I don't know, balancing the sleeves on top of my montrals so they don't get wet. Okay. <laughs> um, and Rian Ran turns to his droid and says, send out um, emergency distress six to the council. Uh, let them know that the, that the plan's been compromised. Um, and then he says, and prep self-destruct. Wait, what? <laughs> Jen just looks at him with wide eyes. And that, my friends, is where we're going to have to end this week's episode. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought we would get to dance if we wanted to. I hope we still get to go to the ball. Seriously. <laughs> have to be alive to go to the ball. Mm. Yeah, we got to get out of this one. Well, first of all, you guys took a detour to the hat store, and then you took a detour <laughs> to the bathhouse, and you're dropping weird names all over the place. So, didn't quite get to the party yet. 
it's not my fault the name I made up actually is someone. <laughs> I mean, we like, were... Jin doesn't know her better. If only we were better at flirting at Wookiees. I'm sure that was a promising option. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm so sure it was the Wookiee. Guys, I cannot wait for my team to eventually run into your team. <laughs> well, there will be speaking... so many explosions. <laughs> Speaking of your team, uh, Brian, uh, the next time that we record, which will hopefully be sooner rather than later, um, we will be back with the um, Rebel team who, when last we left them, was in a rather precarious situation. Um, and uh, next, the next episode, which will be episode five, I believe. Episode yes. five. Episode five will be called Living on a Prayer. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes. I understood that reference. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for playing today. Uh, listeners, uh, check us out at Tashi-Station.net for more episodes. Uh, we're on Twitter at uh, Tashi underscore station. Uh, we've got links to everyone else uh, over on the site. So uh, thanks for listening again. We'll catch you all on an episode real soon. So long, everyone. This podcast is still not canon. For more information about the campaign and Star Wars tabletop RPGs, visit Tashi-Station.net.